Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. Today, I'm so excited to have my friend Palumi on the show. Palumi and I met actually when I'm, we were abroad in London, and we'll talk about that. But essentially, she has also come out with her own podcast called At Peace With. So I will have it linked in the show notes. But until then, I hope you enjoy today's episode. So I am so excited to have my friend Palumi on the show today. Palumi and I actually met when we were in college, but specifically when we studied abroad in London. And we have all these great memories, which I'm sure we could probably talk about in another episode because that could genuinely use a whole episode for all of those memories. But I love Palumi so much and I'm so excited to have her on the show today. So Palumi, why don't you give yourself and the people an introduction to yourself? and who you are and about your podcast too. Well, like Liz said, we met in London, home of the maybe greatest accent from men I've ever heard. (laughs) And I've gotten to know her since then and she is a wonderful ball of light. So I'm so excited to be here and to talk to her about things that are really important. In terms of me, I also went to UW and I just graduated recently and I am a person who is a believer and a follower of Christ and who is trying to show people what it exactly it means to be a follower of Christ and what it means to live the life and walk the walk as well as talk the talk. And my podcast, which I also recently just started and got a huge inspiration from, from Liz, from mm-hmm. the to me to do it. And it's essentially supposed to be a space where people can reflect and just take a second to remember the truth about who they are because the world is so rampant and everybody is trying to tell you who you are and as somebody who's a believer my truth about who I am comes from God and so I was hoping to create a space where people can just take a few minutes out of their day or their week and just reflect and remember the truth. That's awesome. And I, Palumi and I have actually been, or I've been a part of her virtual Bible study that we've been doing throughout quarantine. And it's genuinely been some of like my favorite days. Like we always do them on Wednesday evenings and it's run by her and our other friend Chisholm, who we also met in London. And so it's a really fun time to catch up. But I think these women are just so well-versed in their knowledge about God and just about who they are in God. And just, I've learned so much and I feel like I just like continue to really find so much growth in my own faith journey, just through these Bible studies that they hold. And if you haven't checked out Palumi's podcast, you really should because she really just has a way with words and she can really just help you take a few minutes out of your day every week and just really put yourself at ease and just learn a little bit about the Bible and just learn a little bit more about who you are truly in God. And so today we really wanted to talk about faith, but kind of what that means in terms of injustice. And we've obviously been watching all of this all of these events occur in this year of 2020. And there's just been a lot of stuff on the media about what it looks like to be a Christian during this time. And I think we just ultimately wanted to speak about what that kind of means and kind of the truth in what and who God was. And yeah, I 
when I think about the injustice and I think about how as people who call themselves believers and how we want to navigate and how we want to navigate the world, I think about reflecting on the truth of God and exactly what it is that he says about it because I want to operate in a place that comes from the actual truth and not my own feelings because so often when things are so unjust in the world my feeling is anger and revenge and uprising all these mm. things and there are ways to do it that are biblical and there are ways to do it that still show love and so that's what I'm still trying to learn and what I'm still trying to navigate um, and when it comes specifically to racism and, and justice just in the world I think about this this is so random but I was reading Hebrews 11 uh, probably a couple of months ago and there's this verse where it just says like King Melchizedek, King of Salem or something like that, King Melchizedek of Salem. Mm. And as I was reading the description about it, it said like King Melchizedek, Melchizedek means justice and Salem means peace. And it's very interesting how the Lord phrases that little verse because King Melchizedek comes first and then Salem comes second. And so it's this idea of no justice, no peace, and these things have to be in order. And so that's sort of how I framed my whole mindset is that like, if we're not fighting for justice, this peace that we're trying to achieve in the world just is not doable. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I, I was looking at a few months ago, a friend shared this article on Instagram that's called Jesus was a protester on a site called sojo.net, which I will have in the show notes. But essentially, I just really liked what the message was. And I really feel like it really connected to kind of what we're talking about today, as well as just what you and I have talked about Peluvian, our Bible studies previously. But I think just the overall overarching message that Christianity isn't political power. It's not military might, safety, wealth, control, fame, or comfort. It's emulating Jesus. And it's, it's just defending the gospel for the sake of humanity. And I, and just like really focusing on how people love and create are created in the image of God. And I think it's just with everything that's going on today, I think it's really hard to, it's really easy to get distracted by different things on social media and different things that you see online. And so I think it sometimes can be really hard to kind of find yourself in just really trying to focus on the truth that is God and everything in the Bible. And when you have like so much in the media that's coming at you, I think it, yeah, it can be really tough. But how would you say that faith is still present and relevant? relevant in our world and like what that may mean in regards to the issues that we've seen in this past year. I think weirdly enough, this time of strife has caused a lot of people to wake up and some part of me wishes that it didn't come to a head for us to realize the wrongs of the world. Mm -hmm. But I am happy that it's happening. And I am happy specifically that people in the faith world, so like pastors and preachers and evangelists and all these people are finally seeing this idea of love is love without action. And they're trying to see, they're finally seeing that it's not good, right? Like to love somebody only in word and to not love them with action is essentially a slap in the face to God when his entire love is action. Like for God so loved the world that he did something. And mm -hmm. so this idea that we as Christians should love other people and try not to get into fights and try not to 
you know, do all these things. It's like, but how do I love you if I'm not standing up for you, if I'm not risking my life for you? And there was, there's this one, I don't remember her name. I apologize, but she posted this Instagram video and the title was called, it's time to start flipping tables. And it was about Jesus in the temple when he got into the temple and the people were desecrating the temple and he got so angry that he started flipping tables and he was like this is not what my temple is made of and to me that is faith it is believing that when we work and when we have when we have revolution in the name of justice the Lord sees it and recognizes it as righteous anger because he himself was angry and he did he wasn't angry to the point where he started not loving people but he was angry to the point where he didn't sit there and let injustice continue and he didn't let bad things continue he called all the people out who were doing it and made them realize that like this is the temple of God you need to treat it the same way and in the same vein these are the people of God you need to treat them in a way that is reflective of the faith that you say that you have yeah yeah and I really like this piece of the article that really talked about how Jesus devoted his life to speaking and helping and supporting people and he always really pushed to defend and empower and heal and free and love everyone like there's so much that I feel like people just don't think like, oh, Jesus could have never done this. He would have never like protested and he would have never gotten angry and flipped tables. Like, I think that people don't see it and see that connection. And, and they only really see him as, you know, only wanting to save those that were really desperate or, but like the overarching message is that he really loved and cared for everyone. And he wanted to fight for everyone, regardless of, you know, where they've come from, what they've done. And that is the overarching message is that he's always wanting to fight for you. And he's always wanting to fight for your love and your attention. And, and yeah. And so I think this whole idea that Jesus was a protester is a really, for some, I feel like for some Christians, they definitely would disagree with these ideals. And, and I know that we had talked about it previously in one of our Bible studies, just around kind of whether or not followers of Christ will follow in his footsteps and be bold enough to speak against active against and protest against sin. And I feel like it's just contrary to like religious assumptions about righteousness and holiness. And sometimes the most Christ-like thing we can do is protest. I remember specifically the story of Jericho or the wall of Jericho, where the Lord was trying to give the Israelites Canaan. And he said to them, what like the entire thing was a protest like they were like you are going down you're bad people here's what we're gonna do we're gonna match march around this wall for six days and on the seventh day the wall came down right like the power Mm -hmm. of unity when we are in unity against an oppressive people and so this idea that jesus wouldn't protest crazy because the whole bible like so often the lord is literally like here's something to do to make your enemies fall and i think the difference between god and us and there's a lot of differences but the biggest one that i see is that he knows the plans that need to happen and sometimes when we get angry we get angry and we don't put into plans things that make sense but the the lord when he's angry his response to anger is things that make sense and Mm. so When I think about like protesting and things like that, I think like, okay, this is really important as a person of faith to be part of this movement, to be part of this people that are trying to bring down the wall of Jericho, but who is telling you to do it, right? Like, are you doing this because 
um and this was like a trend on tiktok for a while where people would like go to protest sites and take pictures and yeah range but i was like are you doing this because you're trying to just be known as somebody who did this or are you doing this because the lord is telling you to go march around this wall and to bring Mm. the wall of jericho down yeah there's a verse in matthew 4 1 to 11 that talks about when jesus spent 40 days and nights in the wilderness and he rejected the temptation of worldly power and boldly stood against temptations again because he was a protester but i think that piece just about like power can really it can really get to people and kind of like you can i feel like you know, quote unquote influencers can really like, it's hard because I think people kind of struggle with, you know, having such a big following and knowing that you could sway people one way or another. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people just forget to continue to only speak truth and not take it for like for your own gain and Mm -hmm. you know I think it's just hard because I think like I feel like I watch like some people that have a big following on social media you know post these things that I'm just like why are you posting that like why like and it just doesn't make any sense because it and it like makes me angry too (laughs) but I guess what would you say about like how to find peace in such a time and even in small moments like when you're looking on social media and you see these things about like Christianity and white Christianity that you don't agree with or like just finding peace in general in a time especially now that we've got the election soon when this podcast goes up that it we might have already found out the result but (laughs) that's actually that definitely raised my anxiety level like a hundred (laughs) percent but in my own shameless plug that's literally what my podcast is all about it's just like trying to find peace in a situation and moments where it seems like there is no peace and to me I've tried I've found that the only way to find peace is to really know who you are and to really know what your identity is and I find my identity in the identity of God so whatever he is I am right and so when the Lord says things like you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that tells me like okay like without fear I was created by God for his purpose to do good things so regardless of the race of the world regardless of how tense the world is like this is my truth my truth is that God created me to be wonderfully made he created me to live an abundant life he created me to not have fear and to have peace and love and a sound mind and so just reminding myself the truth over and over again Um, and it's definitely not like a one size fits all or it's not like a do this and never have to do it again like it is a daily continuous struggle of like there are some days where all I do is cry and I'm like god the world sucks like if you could come back right now that'd be great Um, (laughs) and then other times I'm like I'm ready to live forever so it's definitely a balance that I'm trying to find and I don't think I don't think maybe maybe people who have studied this for years but I don't think there's anybody who's like truly at peace 100% of the time but I think that the finding God in the moments is really what's keeping me there, keeping me at peace. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that we've talked a lot in our Bible studies, just about spending time in prayer and really challenging yourself to do that more often and more on a daily basis. And I feel like it's not only like just a good habit to build as a Christian, because I know that even I struggle to find time sometimes, like I'll be like, you know, going for like two weeks and I'll have like spent, you know, found like morning time or something. And then And like, all of a sudden I just like completely forget, but like, I totally will feel it. And like, you feel different in your days and you feel different in like your attitude and your mood towards others, especially is like 
where I find like where I notice myself to be quite different when I'm when I'm not spending time with God. And I think just spending time in prayer is so important, especially during such a crazy time where there's so much misinformation going around and so many people trying to sway you one way or the other. I think I've just found so much peace in even just like sitting down and like putting headphones in and listening to worship music or just spending time in prayer and just talking out loud to God and just really just having a conversation because I think that's the only truth that I know of at this point. That's so true. I agree. I think like, I think a lot of maybe a lot of believers or a lot of people who are just finding their faith find it hard to do things like prayer and worship because Mm -hmm. to them it's this like very ritualistic, very old timey thing. But we, when we think about prayer and we think about worship, it's not as I don't know, archaic as people make it seem. Like I personally in this new generation, there's been so many different kinds of worship music that have happened, like Mm. all different kinds of genres, which is really amazing. And I'm a big fan of lo-fi. So Montel Mm. Fix, sort of my favorite worship song. And sometimes worship is literally just like sitting in your room by yourself and just like singing a song about God. And like y'all, you and God are just chilling and hanging out and you're speaking (laughs) to him because prayer is really just conversation. So like I'm sitting here chit-chatting about my day, chit-chatting about the guy that I saw at Safeway that I'm asking God to send me. Like (laughs) these are the things that we talk about. And you know, God sometimes is like, no, that's definitely not going to happen. And other times he's, uh, he's, you know, telling me about my life. And so when I get into that situation, the world sort of melts away and it's like, wow, this is where I need to be. And if I'm there all of the time, then in situations where injustice is rampant, I remember my times in the secret place, the quiet place, like they like to call it. Um, And that gets me through those very intense moments. Listen to God, because God is always talking, but the world is so loud Mm. that it drowns out this voice of God my aunt used to say she when she talked to me about the Holy Spirit she used to say the Holy Spirit is like a tiny old man (laughs) and he has a little walker and he is never loud and he never imposes himself on you he just waits for you to listen and he waits Mm -hmm. for you to hear him Um, and that's stuck with me forever and it's just like the Holy Spirit is so quiet and gentle that like the world is not quiet and gentle so we miss it all of the time because we're not in quiet and we're not in peace and so worship and fasting especially is a way to just drown out the rest of the noise and just be with God intentionally yeah yeah and in my experiences with fasting I really find it to be like not only do you like put aside time for God but like that's a really really great way for him to like or to feel like you know you're being filled with the word of God and that is what is sustaining you I guess the whole view with like people and how they pray and say like okay I'm just gonna keep asking for this one thing of mine like I really want this like you said like I really want this job and if I just keep praying about it if I just fast about it if I just do xyz like you know Christianity isn't like some you know put one in get you know output for yourself it's Mm -hmm. you know looking to God and depending on him and you know being in constant communication with him but also just like really being aware of knowing that he has a plan for you and constantly telling yourself and kind of like just almost feeling like you have to like rewire your brain because Mm -hmm. so much of the world is like if you do this, then you'll get this job. Like if you do this degree, then you'll get a job on this. And then in 10 years, you'll make X amount of money. And then you'll be able to buy all these cars and like 
that is like so what the world is so fixated on whereas like with God it's like he actually puts you through situations and it's all to because he's like preparing you for something that's bigger and it's like this constant like growing journey I feel like with him yeah for sure it's definitely a growing journey um and sometimes the we ask things because we think that God doesn't hear us. Like we're constantly asking because we're like, okay, I've asked this a year ago and it's not here. So maybe I just need to keep praying about it. And oftentimes like God is hearing you, right? And he understands what you need, but it might not be time for that thing to happen. And we just get really impatient, myself included. That's definitely a, <laughs> a read on me. It's like, I definitely get impatient when I think about things that I've asked for. Um, and then when I think about the things that have happened and how if they had happened at a different time, I wouldn't mm. have been ready for them. And so we forget that God in his everlasting power lives outside of this time. So he knows when you need what it is that you're praying for. And so we just have to be, you know, trust, we have to trust in him and understand that when we ask for things, it's not that he's not answering them. It's that like, maybe he has decided that this is a thing that you need, not in this moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I just wanted to open the floor to you um, in this closing and just A, thank you so much for being on the episode, but B, give you a chance to really plug your podcast. I know that you mentioned it a bit at the beginning, but Pulumi has just started her own podcast, which I was really excited for her to do. And I know that she was really nervous about it for quite a long time, but I just really felt like she would have such an easy, like, transition into podcasting and so her podcast is called at peace with and I will have it in the show notes of the episode so that you can check her out but if you had anything else to say Plumi, thank you for that plug that was super awesome um my thing that I guess I want to say is apart from thanking you for this space to talk about the things that are really important um, is to remind people, uh, wherever you are and wherever you're listening, that um, you don't have to be, and this is something I'm learning myself, is you don't have to be extraordinary to be applauded. And like Mm -hmm. right now in whatever moment you're in, like you're doing such a great thing, Liz included, like we're all doing really great things right now. And we think that they have to be amazing in order for them to be worthy. And they don't have to be, they can be whatever they need to be. Um, And me pushing myself to do this podcast that I hope you listen to is just a way to say I don't have to be extraordinary to do it like I want to do it because this is something that has been on my heart and it is something that brings me peace and I hope that it brings other people peace um, because it is something that I've thought about for a long time all right everyone that's going to wrap up another episode of the resiliency and running podcast I really do hope that you enjoyed it or connected with it in some way and so like I said I will have all of Palumi's information in the show notes as well as links to the articles and things mentioned in the episode today if you have any questions or comments feel free to reach out to me on the podcast instagram it's at resiliency and running and i am personally at liz newcomer on instagram and twitter but i hope to see you in the next episode bye